Hey everyone, welcome back to an episode of Return. So glad to have you here with us today. And today we're going to be looking at uh, Matthew 25, focusing on the parable of the 10 virgins, the five wise, five foolish, and just continuing in the theme of our last few episodes where we were talking about the signs of the time and, and being prepared for Jesus's return and we want to look today specifically about how having intimacy with God is so important in being prepared for his coming. So I'm excited to jump in and let's just get started. All right, you guys. So this episode is coming a couple weeks later. Um, as you probably noticed, we haven't posted in the last couple weeks. There's been a few things going on just in our personal lives, but um, a lot. yeah, amazing and exciting things. And actually just corporately as a spiritual family here in Kansas City, uh, we just finished a 21 day fast together, uh, a Daniel fast. So we just felt like the Lord was asking us to take time, um, I mean, 21 days to be exact, to engage uh, more focus together as a community in seeking the Lord and in just positioning ourselves to receive from Him. And so that was part of why we just wanted to kind of put some things to the side for the time that we were doing that fast and, and to be able to focus more on the Lord and on what... Uh, what we were just feeling, which I, I think we're going to kind of get into because this really does tie into what we want to talk about, which is just reset and um, focusing on developing our inner lives, our intimacy with God as the number one focus and goal of our lives. But before we get into that too, I'll just say one other thing. This week, we are going to be celebrating 20 years of nonstop night and day prayer which is and pretty worship. exciting. It's not just prayer, but prayer led by worship. Yeah. And so um, many of you know we're part of a ministry called the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. And we're just excited in general because um, September 19th is uh, the official anniversary of when the House of Prayer went 24-7. That was back in 1999. And here we are 20 years later by the grace of God and it's still going, and um, someone calculated that there's been over 20 million man hours of prayer over the last 20 years, which is just amazing. And um, honestly, I, I, we say this a bit in our community because I think we all just feel the realness of it, and it's to say that there's no... There was no way in our own strength that we could have done that because we are so aware of how weak we are as just a people and how much we need the grace of God. But um, it's exciting to celebrate 20 years nonetheless. So Matthew 25. <laughs> Matthew 25. Let's get right into it. So we wanted to um, focus a on this parable of the 10 virgins because... Uh, this really actually ties right into 
where Jesus leaves off in Matthew 24, talking about the signs of the times. And that's what we focused on in our last few episodes, you know, talking about the positive and negative trends that we would see uh, happen and continue to escalate before the Lord returns. And this Matthew 25 is in the same teaching and in the same breath, so to speak, as Matthew 24. And so in Jesus's uh, teaching to the disciples, he goes right in to this parable to say, this is how you are to act. This is how you are to respond. This is what I'm looking for um, in the time of, of my return. And this is a really popular um, parable. I mean, I grew up hearing it a lot in, in the church ministry that I was a part of. And um, so a, a lot of people are familiar with it and familiar with the general idea of what this parable says. But I really want to focus on why this is important specifically to the end times. Because again, this is all within the context of the signs of the times. So the, the main theme of the parable is about our need to cultivate intimacy with Jesus yeah. as our bridegroom and, and mm-hmm. to grow in the first commandment. So I don't know, Benji, maybe you can just lead it off to say why why is knowing this parable important and and what are some of the main things that we need to take away from it yeah uh this parable which is part of five parables that jesus gives in matthew 24 and 25 are leadership lessons is how do we lead our lives and how do we lead others in in the generation that the lord will return and uh so they are very practical. So there's 10 virgins. No one, this is not talking about unsafe and safe. These are virgins. And we have Hosea 2 and then 2 Corinthians 10 and 11 when Paul is talking about Hosea 2, which is all about I betrothed you as a... Betrothed. Yeah, betrothed. And and it's it's all about presenting people as virgins, as, as a bride before the Lord. So in a few words... The Bible tells us that when when the Bible says virgins is all that have been gone through the blood of the Lamb, mm-hmm. they are saved. They have the Holy Spirit, the gift they, of righteousness. They are they are clean. We can be virgins without being saved. So they are not only saved people, but they are people who are waiting for the return of the bridegroom. So these are radical, on fire believers. That the ten virgins, they are ready. They have a paradigm. But then the, the, this parable is about how the Lord will take longer than what we think. And it's impossible to just wait in our human capacity, in our flesh, with our own ideas, our own seal, without the life of the Holy Spirit. So the bridegroom comes later. And then there's this voice which represents the forerunner spirit, the ministries, people, songs that will be proclaiming the return of Jesus, of, of Jesus in the last generation that will make all of the ten virgins arise and say, oh, it, it, it is now that the Lord is coming. We need to get ready. And the only difference was they all have lamps, ministries. They all have the fire, which is the Holy Spirit and some influence to enlighten Light, people. Yeah. And But the extra oil. That is the point of, of difference. And what we see is that um, what is the response? The main point of the parable is what 
do we do as if we want to be one of the wise virgins? How do we respond to the body of Christ? How do we manage our time? How do we keep cultivating that inward life when we hear that the bridegroom is coming? And that voice that the bridegroom is coming, come out and receive him is literally Matthew 24. Is when you see that all of these signs are happening, know that the bridegroom, like that, that, that he's coming is soon. So, um, so anyways, that's in a, in a, in a I don't know, um, general way. Yeah. what is happening in Matthew 25. Okay, so I want to just look at a little bit more how we can be people that are responding and, and preparing for his return. But first, okay, so I want to talk about this idea of all these virgins have ministries and they have, you know, light, so to speak, of that, um, you know, is helping and sharing with other people, you know, light and enlightening the scriptures and, you know, whatever, having some sort of influence among people. But the difference was that the wise had this extra oil that they can refuel their lamps with. And, and then obviously the foolish didn't. And I, I want to just talk about to the necessity right now of, well, Benji and I have been, you know, in ministry for most of our lives and we've had the opportunity to, to do traveling and to, you know, speak in different churches. And it's an amazing privilege to do that. But we've talked many times about how easy it can be or, or just how um, susceptible the temptation is to be able to just do without maintaining that connection of intimacy with God in the midst of it. You know, yeah. you get you get your three or four messages down pat. You learn how to say them and really you know, good ways with your key one-liners and you can almost live off of this fuel of, of having a message or having, you know, things from the word to say that really, really will bless and touch people. And yet it is totally possible to do all of that and be completely disconnected from the fresh oil and intimacy of the Holy Spirit. And I mean, we've talked about that a lot um, in just in our personal lives to say like, you know, we have to not just be aware of that. We have to be actively resetting the goal in our life to say like, we don't even want to do this podcast if it's not flowing out of daily bread, meaning a daily cultivating of conversation with Jesus, of, of reading the word and of, of speaking it back to him. But the oil that we see in this parable is the oil of, of the presence of the Holy Spirit touching our lives as we spend time with him. And so we like, we're all aware of how much we need, again, that daily bread, that fresh bread. But I've been thinking also about the church in Ephesus that they said, you know, Jesus basically, he comes to rebuke the church in Ephesus to say, you've persevered and you've labored for my namesake and you hold to, you know, true doctrine and true theology and you hate even things that I hate. And yet the thing that he comes to tell the church in Ephesus is that this thing I have against you, you're doing all of this disconnected from intimacy and, and the first love you have in your heart. And so, um, 
really having oil is about pursuing intimacy with Jesus as the primary goal of our life. But how how do we do that in the practical? Yeah, I think we all know how to do it. It's all about conversation with the Lord. But the point of the parable, which is genius, is to say no. To say no when um, to opportunities and because it's not transferable. Is is we can live out of the movements, Holy Spirit, you know, the, the anointing that the Lord has given to our ministries or to the corporate realities we can live out of like these term virgins they are like one group probably they were friends but at the moment of going out it was they measure the they would they had to go to a journey to encounter the bridegroom and when they were measuring they said we can we're not gonna make it and the other girls were like we will but can you give us some of the oil and they were like no we can't because we're not going to make it if we give you our time. And there is, it's impossible that we transfer our anointing, history. our time, our yeah. history. Because none of us are going to make it. So it's really personal. And we've taken this very seriously. That's why there's accountability in marriage, right? And we are trying to do it. And I think we are actually doing it. And that is to say no. And we have leaders that are helping us to say no to opportunities like this year and the next year is going to be the same we're trying to only have three maybe four trips in ministry that are um, that are taking us out of our routine routines are awesome and uh, routines that you know having breakfast at the same time having your friendship your social times assigned not just be available all the, all the time and then prayer, and then you fast, and then you you study the scriptures, you do your podcast, something that is a routine that is so despised right now. Right now, everything, all the world is saying, be free, do your own, whatever you feel tomorrow, that's who you, what you should pursue. And we've, we've despised in this generation routines because we are afraid to be bored. We are afraid to be you know, just in a, in a box, but there are good boxes that yeah. the Lord has given us that our fathers and mothers in the faith went through with the disciplines of life and the Christian life that allowed us to have that extra oil. So this parable is not exciting, actually. <laughs> it's, you know, get into a routine, say no to exciting things or opportunities that will make you grow externally, but with time, it will kill you internally. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do. We're being the boring 20, 30-year-old guys that are saying no to most things because we actually want a routine that will give us that extra anointing. Because it's after pounding for hours on a verse, on a truth, conversation. And it sometimes is like, let's just move on. But they're like, no, keep pounding that verse. And after the 10th conversation, the second email we'd send about it it op it unlocks the oil it breaks the jar of clay and then the oil is poured out into us and sometimes when we don't have a routine we we just knock at the door a little bit and we say well we just we touched that truth about god we move on to the next opportunity the next conference the next whatever and god is saying no in the end times we have to have a routine yeah. to look for oil yeah, I, 
I think what's important is we want to have a history in God, but it's important not just to have a history in the past. It's in, it's important to have the day-to-day, your story unfolding in the present with the Lord because that's the only way to keep the oil fresh, to keep the intimacy in your heart fresh. And I mean, that's been something even that we've been talking about in our Theology Thursdays is how do we get even to just the truths of the way that God sees us and the truth of how much he loves us because that will motivate us so much uh, better to want to spend time with him, to want to cultivate oil of intimacy with him when we know that he actually enjoys us, when he wants to see us in the secret and to hear us. But something else that I think has been just in our conversation and things that we've been talking about is this parable really hits on a complete mindset change. And I want to just talk about this for a second as we get ready to wrap up this podcast. And that's the fact that in, especially in Western culture, and we see this um, secular and in the church, it's like we have uh, this measurement of success to say that the greatest impact, you know, the more people that you impact, the more people that you have in your church, the more people that you have in your, uh, you know, social media following, all of that means the more successful you are. And I think what this parable knocks at is the need to be uh, popular or big in order to be successful and relevant to people. And really what this hits on is the fact that the goal of our life shouldn't be just impact or or numbers or influence or how big you know the the light is in our in our lamp in our ministry lamp but the goal of our lives has to be cultivating intimacy with Jesus and that's sounds great to say but i want to even just throw it to you to say how how do the decisions in your life right now line up with that if that goal is the primary goal in your life. You know, if, if having intimacy with Jesus is the primary goal in my life, that means that I'm going to reorient the things that I do in my day to prioritize that thing to be the first thing first. That means that before I get to the emails I have to do, the work I have to do, the whatever, that I'm making space, at least scheduled out at some point in my day to make sure that that is that there's something I'm doing today to cultivate that intimacy and that fresh fuel and fire. And that's not to say that big is bad, but that's to say, uh, not to get into too much, but the next parable is the parable of the talents right after this parable of the virgins, which is, are you being faithful with what God has given you? And sometimes we try to take on more things in our lives than, than we even need to. And we're not focusing on the small things or on yeah. the what we've been given. And therefore, we lose sight of the faithfulness in the little because we want, you know, something more than that. And so just saying this takes time. This takes time to change our mindsets. This change takes time to form habits and, and to go deeper in intimacy with God. And if there's something um, that the Lord has just been impressing upon us it's the need to 
put other things aside to get rid of no. unnecessary busyness. Say no and, and do the first things first. Yeah. And another thing, uh, I mean, my last comment would be that the cry, the regret, the, I don't know, it's sad that many ministries will cry out this, uh, my lamp is going out. Yeah. And many will be disqualified to the assignment that they were given to do in their generation because of this reality. And we are seeing it right now. And God is removing leadership that got corrupted because of the anointing that they had and they didn't cultivate intimacy. So they got greedy with money or they get abusive with, with the people that they had under them, which is another parable in Matthew 25. And they're being disqualified and in love, God is actually disciplining all of us before that day because he will rather have us discipline and refocus prune. So we like, there's no more fruit. The Lord takes it away and we're like, oh no. And the Lord's like, I'm actually saving you son, because if I don't take away the distraction in your life, you are, you're not plugged into the vine right now. So yeah, God is going to remove people who didn't have oil or do, don't have oil right now. And God is going to put people who were hidden for years or God is pruning and in his mercy, disciplining people who are open, but we all have blind spots. But if we're open saying, Lord, do it now. Like we're open. Just show me where's my lack. The Lord is going to probably prune us in his mercy and say, okay, I'm going to cut some of the opportunities. I'm going to help you because you don't know how to say no. And then you're going to go back to the secret place and you're going to be fruitful in due time. So God is doing things and God is actually promoting people that were so hidden, but they were consistent with the little. Because if you are given much, Jesus said in Luke 28, Luke 18, that is very difficult to to be rich in the kingdom. Meaning if you receive a lot, it's very difficult to maintain a lot of oil and a lot of fruit at the same time. So it's, um, yeah, I agree. Success is not a lot. Success is being faithful in the little, yeah. but if you've received, if you receive a lot, then be open for the Lord to help you to say no, mm -hmm. to say no. And even to become a little bit smaller for the sake of oil. Mm -hmm. That's the point of the parable. Yeah. Well, amen. Amen. Lord help us. See you guys in the next episode.